0: Special thanks to all our patrons who support the show every single week. We couldn't do it without you. Head over to patreon.com slash drink podcast and subscribe today for bonus content, exclusive happy hour live chats and more. Patrons, you help keep the run, eat, drink podcast going and we're so grateful for you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Help support the show by using our Amazon affiliate link anytime you shop on Amazon for running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just use runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra. It's only one extra click, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you. For your support.
1: Hi, I'm Rhonda Lee, aka the Pink Haired Princess, proud member of the Runcation Nation. You're listening to the internationally beloved Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome
0: to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back-of-the-packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next Runcation. Dana, it's time for another Runcation recap.
2: It's an international Runcation recap this week.
0: You took the words right out of my mouth. I am so excited. I have been looking forward to this for weeks. Not only our pink haired princess, the one who makes us international, the one that we traveled to Walt Disney World this past January to hug at mile 24 of the marathon, but almost to 48.6 with her. Who has served
2: as an intrepid field reporter for the run, eat, drink podcast as well.
0: And also obtained for us beer to try from international waters.
2: Yeah, don't tell anyone. Okay.
0: It's Rhonda Lee. Welcome to our show, Rhonda Lee. Thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited.
0: Oh, we're, we love you and your positivity and just.
1: And that pink hair, for
2: those that are watching the video, they can see it. For those who are not watching the video, if you're a patron of the show, you get to watch the videos. It's true. The pink hair is in full force.
0: Yes. Today. Love it. We love it.
2: Like she walked off the set of the Barbie movie.
0: Yeah. She and she deserves to float down in the house. Yes. Like floating down in the house instead of taking the stairs. Although that would be going up and down the stairs would be good training for hills for yes. races. If, so. if you're
2: running a hilly race.
0: Mm-hmm. But at any rate, we we know you. And you are a longtime follower of the podcast, and we appreciate you. Being a field reporter, recapping some favorite beers with us, actually trying one of our favorite beers from one of our favorite shows, Letter Kenny, in the Runcation Nation Facebook group. But for those who don't know you, take a little bit of time. Tell us who you are, where you're from, and what you're drinking during this race recap with us.
1: Okay. I am Rhonda Lee. I live in beautiful Sydney, Nova Scotia, Canada. With my lovely husband, Ray, and my darling dog, Miss River Song. I am an occupational therapist who works in uh, mental health at our local hospital. Let's see what else. Oh, and I love making crafts. So I typically, I work at, also at our farm, local farmer's market. Selling glass etching and gourmet marshmallows now. Okay, do you do? Uh, do Not you, at the
2: same time. No glass in the marshmallows, right?
0: No glass in the marshmallows.
2: Okay, just making sure.
0: Do you ship those items internationally? I never have yet. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to talk
2: after the show. (laughs) For For the future. I'm a marshmallow fan.
0: (laughs) Yes, quite. S'mores works for us. (laughs) Now.
2: I also happen to know that Rhonda Lee is a big fan of fantasy. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. That that Uh, is near to my heart.
1: I know. I love everything. Disney, a lot of sci-fi and Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> there
0: you go. What's the series on Amazon that we were watching? That was
2: The series on Amazon. Oh, you're talking about The Expanse.
0: No, not The no, Expanse, like Legends the Vox
1: ro- ro- Machina. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, yes, <laughs>
0: yes, yes. You like it? Oh, very much. So. Yes. Yeah. He got me yeah. into it and I'm I don't know if I could do like full-on role playing Dungeons and Dragons type things, but it was very interesting to see how they converted What was like a a just YouTube role playing kind of thing to
1: an actual TV show.
0: Yeah. Storyline, which was great. So.
1: And I will be honest. I did not want to play Dungeons and Dragons. Ray kept asking me and I finally agreed to it. If I could only be a mermaid. That was the only reason I started playing. And there you go. There
2: you go. Why not? Why? It's fantasy.
1: Why not? Yeah.
0: Totally. So
1: I good. thought it would mess with him. He's okay. That's fine. I'm like,
0: <laughs> you thought you were going to get out of it.
1: Yeah. Pretty Just much. when
0: you were out, yeah. they pull you back yeah, she, in. She picked
2: something. He's, he's not going to be able to work this into the story. And he was <laughs> yeah. totally oh, able yeah. to work it into the there story. There you go, Ray. Good and job. And probably you.
1: He's created me as a dice goblin. I have that many dice? sets of dice. It is not funny. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> We'll have to compare dice sets sometime.
1: I need visuals for this.
0: Uh,
2: okay. That's a little bit about mm-hmm. Rondalee the person. Let's talk about Rondalee the runner. How did you start running and how did you find us?
1: Okay. You know what? I'll start with the, how I found you guys because that's probably the shorter one. I've probably <laughs> lis- been listening since you guys actually started as a video podcast.
0: Oh, wow.
1: For a very long time. Ronda's an yeah.
0: OG. I did not know yeah. that.
1: Yeah, so if you guys can probably even go back to your stats, if you had a Halifax or a Cape Breton person, probably me. <laughs>
0: Yay. Oh, that's so good. We've been international for longer than we thought. Yeah. Yeah. So good.
1: <laughs> the how I started running, that one's a little bit longer because mm. I could never run. I hated the thought of running. I could not do it while I was growing up. Mm. I couldn't even run from probably Splash Mountain to Big Thunder Mountain without having a breathing asthma attack, any of that. And they're
0: really close together for anybody who has not been to Walt Disney World. Mm -hmm. So,
1: Yeah, very close. I had just come back from my first trip to Disney in 2010. And one of my colleagues had told me he had just finished doing his very first full marathon. So as we were chatting... He's like, well, you can do a run anywhere. I'm like, no, dude, I cannot run. This cannot happen. He's like, no, seriously, you can do this anywhere, including Disney World. You jerk. So <laughs> oh! I went home, looked at the medals, and decided to start running.
0: Ah, Yeah. So it's Disney motivated for you. It,
1: it was Disney and Bling motivated. Like you, Dana. Like me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, downloaded the couch to... 5K program took me four weeks to get off of week one.
0: And that was the one, that's Jeff Galloway's, the Lolo app, right? No? No, no. no, Or just a different one. a different
1: one and couldn't do it. Or it literally took four weeks for me to be able to successfully complete week one. Wow. Wow.
2: And you stuck with it, though.
1: And then the longer the runs got, I almost quit. And because running 20 minutes straight was the, oh, it was brutal. Oh. Couldn't do it. About to quit. And then I found the Jeff Galloway method and I was like, all right, I can do this. So then how did you find the Galloway method? Oh, how did I find that one? That I don't know. Oh, I think there was a Canadian running coach very similar to him. Mm -hmm. So most Canadians tend to try to get up to a 10 to 1 interval. Uh, So I just stuck to a 1 to 1. Mm. And then okay. I think when I joined the Lizards, I, I got more into the Galloway.
0: Yes, because he is the official coach, coach. for yeah. Run Disney. So yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And we've talked a little bit about Disney and coming up to see you for Dopey. But what race weekend is a must-do destination race that you're going to recap on the show? and And why did you choose it?
1: So for me, I'm choosing choosing to do my local uh, race here up in Cape Breton. It's called the Cape Breton Fiddlers. There, I've been doing this one, I think I've done it about four or five times since 2012 for different distances, mostly the 5K with the last two attempts being at a half marathon level.
0: The last two attempts. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) So like me, you might have gotten injured on the course and had to take a did not finish that.
1: No, I was in 2019. I had signed up to do the half and I was Mm -hmm. like, all right, I'm going to do this. I did no training.
0: No training.
1: Absolutely no training. I did a 15 kilometer walk one day. That oh. was the extent of my training. One, one sounds, long that training. That sounds
0: fine.
2: What's wrong with that?
1: Fortunately, <laughs> Hurricane Dorian canceled the race. Really? <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, it's like with uh, Ian yeah. last year and us in Clearwater.
2: Yeah, when those hurricanes that we eyeball here in Florida curve and go north, mm. sometimes they land in Canada.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like you had Fiona. When we it, had Ian, it, yeah,
1: yeah, we did have Fiona in October, which was pretty rough. And knock on wood, Dorian wasn't that bad for us. Good, but it was an awful lot of rain. But I was very thankful, yet very upset with myself that I was not trained.
0: Ah, so been there. Big advocate yeah. of training. Yeah, and
1: yeah. So it which it was also though the kicking the butt that I needed oh. to get me back into consistent training. That ah, feeling. Okay. It
0: um it, sometimes the lowest points in a in your racing history or your racing experience can be yeah. the biggest motivators. Yeah. Yeah, I would. And it's to see where it has taken you all the way to 48.6 just yeah. yeah, it's amazing and inspiring. So, this, the, how did you find this, the, this race?
1: It is, it's in my hometown. So, just, uh, yeah, so word of mouth or, or what was that? Just word of mouth, other people just talking word about. Of it? Mouth, uh, yeah, a few people around seeing runners out doing the course. And the reason I had chosen to do the half marathon is my house is directly on the course. So I would have a real bathroom at mile five and mile seven.
2: There, there's something to be said for that.
0: At mile five and mile seven.
1: Yeah. It's an out and back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: So yeah. it's an out and back. So you would, yes. And you could always grab a bottle of water from the fridge when yeah. you're in
1: the house. Yeah. So making I mean, your stop. It, it was perfect. And in 2020, it was canceled because of the, pan- or no, they went virtual because mm. of the pandemic. So. Yeah. I did sign up to do it. I just reversed the course. I started at my house, went to where the start line would have been, and then ran back.
0: Interesting. There you go.
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Canceled it in 2021. And then... I signed up to do it in 2022 for the same distance. I was all excited that it was going to be my redemption race from the hurricane. Mm. And I got COVID three weeks before. Uh, Oh,
0: no. We have experienced illness before a race. The the first time that we
2: did all of our marathon training for Mm -hmm. the Disney Marathon, we got up to 25 miles in our training runs. And then we got the flu the week of the race.
0: Mm. Yeah. It so, was pretty bad. It was like almost bronchitis then. Oh you, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. And anyway, we've talked about that.
2: <laughs> so for this race, uh, <laughs> since it was local, you hopefully had a, a pretty easy um, sign up process. Can you tell the Runcation Nation what is that registration process like? Hmm.
1: It is all online, very easy. It's nothing like a lot of the major races or Disney. Um, even now, Good. the race is only about fifty percent sold out. Oh, um, so you can pretty much get registered up to two or two or three days before the race. And when is the race
0: typically held? What
1: uh, month? October. October twenty second weekend this year.
0: So, like pr- just prior to Halloween, yeah, is normally when it's held.
1: Yeah, yeah, last year it was in September, around the September like 11th weekend. Okay. Uh, so th- for some reason they moved back to the October, which is a much better time.
0: Better weather related, I would think it would be better uh, too.
1: Weather as well as the scenery. The oh. fall here is just breathtaking with all the colors. Yeah.
2: Mm. Now I'm looking online mm-hmm. at... CapeBretonFiddlersRun dot and don't worry, we'll have a link to this in the show notes. Of course, but it looks like the course keeps fairly close to the water yeah. for pretty much the whole thing. Really? Uh, I'm looking at the half marathon route here yeah. right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they offer a five, ten, half, and full. All the starting, the races start at the same place. The full marathon repeats the half marathon course twice.
2: Oh, okay. That's ah, nice. That's, okay. Now, and I'm also looking. You start at three meters of elevation. The maximum is 33 meters of elevation, and over the course, you gain 111 meters. Okay. Cumulatively, there's a lot of this.
0: Is it hilly in your experience, Rondalee?
2: I'm looking at the yeah. This is good. You look at these course diagrams of the elevation. You go oh, but let's talk with somebody who's done it here. What, yeah. are, what, what say you
1: really? For the most part, it's not that bad for the first half. It's more gentle rolling Hills there.
2: However, I-
1: <laughs> however <laughs> the hill at, that is at my place that goes up to the turning point was, is, is about a kilometer in length and it's not, Too steep, but it's enough that it's a pain in the butt. You feel it.
0: Literally, you feel it in your hips, in your glutes, in your hamstrings, your (laughs) quads. I I
2: feel it right now.
0: All burning, I'm sure.
2: And I I see the hill you're talking about in their little elevation, interactive elevation map here.
0: Okay. Which, by the
2: way, really nice website.
1: It is. And when I do my training runs, that is the, and just in the neighborhood, I choose to go that way. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's another hill, if I go up the other way, that's about the same distance, but much steeper. Good to know. S- oh, but so t- I, I choose that way because it's a little bit easier. <laughs> you're training
0: the actual course, though. And then, the, uh, yeah. So but, that's good. Heck yeah. That's uh, okay. The registration process is not a lottery. It is not a we've talked about that. It's not really super stressful. Like I got to have 50 million computers and and iPads and, and it's uh not a
2: majors or a Disney registration situation.
1: Okay. But okay. How's the race entry fee? I believe so. They do offer tiered pricing. The earlier get the cheaper right now it's $50 Canadian. So I think that's 37 us.
0: Oh, she knows the conversion. Wow. (laughs) And they let you register. Here's a question. They let you, if I'm here and I want to go, they will let you pay in the U.S. dollars? Oh,
1: I would imagine, yeah.
2: If they're taking payment online, I'm sure they I would will. think
1: they would, right? They just convert I'm, or? I would think it would convert. Same yeah. like how when I register for the Disney ones. Okay. Oh, yeah. good. Yes. They want to be
2: able to take your money. They're not they going to be able f- to take
0: yeah. the money, period. They're not
2: going to let a little thing like international borders uh, hinder that.
0: And there's not a lottery, but is there a pace requirement?
1: Um, I think you have to be able to do the full marathon in six hours. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Okay, the full marathon in six hours, but they all go off at relatively the same time and it at the same place.
1: The place, yeah. And so, there, for us, when we did the race last year, they recommend only for the five and 10K for people to walk it. They oh. do recommend runners for the half. I mm. did walk the half last year with the goal of getting to the turnaround spot before we were lapped by a full marathoner.
0: Did it happen? Yes seven minutes. Very nice. <laughs> seven minutes. Hey, nice.
2: But you did it. Yeah, that's what's important.
0: That's a good yeah. goal. Yeah. Okay. So,
2: so theoretically, then somebody who might be doing a, a back of the packer run walk, maybe doing a run walk mm-hmm. or a sole sole just solely walking, yeah. the course is open for six hours, so they they yeah. have a it's a little more generous time limit.
0: Yeah. Kind of like the Donna. Yes, like the the Donna Marathon weekend, where you it, on the half, it's a little less pressure than say the marathon, where you have to beat a certain points before a certain time. Exactly. So that's good to know. Good to know for folks like us. Now,
2: yeah, I'm going to ask the question.
0: You are because, because you are bling driven. You should and ask. You, this and you one. mentioned I, it already.
2: Yeah. You. you Said that you're bling driven like me. Oh, look here. How's the bling? Let's let's talk about that.
0: Of course, we're gonna ask Rondalee for pictures yeah, exactly. for the episode yeah. artwork,
1: but okay, on but the live feed here,
2: she has it with.
0: I bet she it. has oh,
1: yeah. it. So, so I do have them, and I and I grabbed them from all, or at least the four races that I did do. So this was my very first little one.
2: Aww. Oh, it's a cute one.
1: It's been really cute. It was 2012. Right? It's really wow. cute. This one was 2018.
2: Wow, now that one is, that's a big one. That is a
1: big, big one. A really gorgeous ribbon.
0: Look at the colors too, the teal. Yep, it's teal, just and, the aqua. teal and white, and very white. And,
1: and mermaid. on the course you actually pass by the world's uh, largest fiddle. It's actually on the waterfront there. That's oh. great. <laughs>
2: Now, see, when, when you said fiddlers initially, being a Floridian, we think fiddler crabs. And I'm like, okay, no, this is about the musical instrument.
1: Kay Brenton is renowned for their, their fiddlers. Oh. Yeah, and their Celtic music. And do they have fiddlers that play on the course? Yes, I believe so. <gasps> Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. This is the, the 2021. Oh. Uh. So this is the shape of our island. Oh yeah.
2: Gotcha. And and, uh, uh, and you looking. can see the silhouette of the runner inside of the outline of a fiddle.
0: Yeah. So cool. That's
2: great. And again, and keeping with that teal color. That seems to be like a like their official color.
0: Like their color palette, yes.
1: Yeah. And then that was last year's. So Is that a bottle, a, opener? a bottle opener?
2: Oh Yes. I love that. Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> if there's anybody who's listening who organizes this race, having an incorporated bottle opener in the metal thumbs up
2: yeah absolutely that is (laughs) and i can only assume they may have had your choice of beverage we'll get to beverages later but beverages after the race uh at the finish line Mm -hmm. so you could use that uh metal
1: yeah there was chocolate milk in a carton if
2: you try hard and believe in yourself you could open that chocolate milk with that thing
1: probably could (laughs) be fun (laughs) okay <laughs> I'm sorry. I just <laughs> Is there
0: a, a certain cause that's tied to the race that they raise funds for? or
1: Not really. What they do is, is they do try to promote the healthy living. and in June, they usually have a youth run. Oh. Uh, which is always quite entertaining. I even did that in 2012 when I was first starting to learn how to run with my nephew who would have been four at the time and a four-year-old just wants to go
0: (laughs) and fast
1: and fast kids
0: kids want and we have seen this at jeff galloway's race when he (laughs) does the kids races in atlanta
2: and if you are thinking oh i'm just gonna go out there and run with the kids you better be ready
1: yeah Uh, yeah because yeah
0: i just couldn't keep up with them
1: oh my god he ended up falling, got up, dusted his knees off, all right, let's go. I don't care, oh. kids. There, they just yeah. will try
0: anything.
2: Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Normally, Local. we would ask how you traveled there. You walk out your front door, you're on the course almost. But for somebody who might be traveling there, yeah. What? How would you recommend they get there? What airports? Maybe give somebody who might be coming to visit a member of the Runcation Nation who's in Cape Breton pointers.
1: We do have a very small airport here in Sydney. Flights can be a nightmare for trying to get decent times. So I would recommend anybody who would be coming. I would recommend flying into Halifax, which is okay. about a four to five hour drive away. Ah, okay. And okay. you're going to have That is an international airport in Halifax. Mm-hmm. So it's you safer. would be able to go there. Yeah. Safer option. And even that's where we do most of our travel out of. We'll actually drive the four or five hours. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: So this is a good tip, actually, because mm-hmm. the if you're wanting to take in the beauty up there and having a major international airport hub that you can operate out of, that's really smart. Smaller airports are great, like you said, if you yeah. can get a flight in. Heck, even here in the States, if you're flying into Alaska, a lot of those flights to to. Areas that for us are much more remote.
0: True. That's true. The
2: timing is what it is and you're at the mercy of the airlines.
0: So you just drive to the start or
1: I literally drive to the start. And if anybody is coming, there are two hotels like within a kilometer yeah. or two within the and right on the the course. Oh, oh
0: that's very yeah. you mean at convenient. Like, at the start or the finish. At, at the start. At the start so the, it starts and finishes it's at the same spot. since yes duh at the start
2: and the finish
1: at the start and the finish yes <laughs> duh amy yeah okay <laughs> but my best one of my best friends lives in the north end so i just where the race is so i just park my car at her place and walk oh. the kilometer there
2: oh that's super convenient now if somebody is flying in and they're driving and they get there, are they better served leaving the car at the hotel and then maybe relying on Uber, Lyft, bus, public transportation? Or is it just a super drivable town?
1: Fairly super drivable town. There's no Uber or Lyft here. Um, No buses on Sundays. Yeah. So it would either... Uh, rent a car, take a taxi, or call your favorite international princess. <gasps>
2: there you go. Careful, you might get some people calling.
1: <laughs> okay, so you said there were two
0: hotels. Yeah. Are they national chains, or you think they would fill up really quickly prior to the race? So one is a Holiday Inn
1: Express. Ah. Huh. The other used to be a Cambridge Suites. Now it's a Simon Hotel, so I'm not familiar with that one as much. Mm. So you could stay
0: at a Holiday Inn Express last night and be mm. like maybe 17 to 22 percent faster. Faster, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So it's good.
2: Now this race, do they have an expo attached to it? It, I don't. I don't expect any race to have something like the Disney or the majors, Ooh. but any kind of expo or. or Anything at all like that leading up to the beginning of the event?
1: A very tiny one, basically okay. just to pick up your t-shirts and your bib.
0: Okay. That, How are the t-shirts actually? We've been talking, <laughs> we talked about the bling yeah. and you showed off the bling.
1: Yeah. One thing I love is that they started, I think like 2018 is putting different Cape Breton sayings on their t on the backs of the shirts. Ooh. I also brought my shirts <gasps> down.
2: Hey, so, very nice.
1: You your logo. And then you from away. This was last year. You're from the pier, Dare. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. And oh, and this one is very running appropriate. Back in a jiffy. Oh, yes, it
0: is.
2: Very cute. Uh, Now, are those cotton or are those moisture wicking?
0: Uh, Moisture wicking. Oh, Oh, that's good. Excellent. So basically, and do you, uh, they don't have same day packet pickup for the race, do they?
1: not that I've seen.
0: So pick it up before. Yeah. And it would make sense with having so many. Logistically, that might be a, a real challenge if you're having like 5K, 10K, half and a full marathon.
2: Yeah. And I would say for those that might be thinking to travel to this one, you're going to want to give yourself an extra day on the front and on the back because you're going to want to fly into Halifax and then drive.
0: Oh, yes. So
2: planning to do your packet pickup early a, or ahead of time. Seems like the smart way to go. True.
1: Actually, and there may be same day, because I think I do remember it's at the start and finish line is at the military base here. Oh. And I, I think there might be a few. Okay. Uh, okay.
0: So Logistically, it, they
1: have it down there. It,
2: it might be available, <laughs> but that may not be the thing to plan on.
0: It and, would be like a
1: backup. The rules, I think, are very flexible that say if you were getting in late, hey, Rhonda, can you pick up my race package? Oh, it's not like the Disney races loved ones can pick up your here. Oh,
2: that is so nice.
1: Yes.
2: I, I appreciate the security that sure. a lot of races have. Sure. However, security and convenience are two opposite ends of a spectrum. And when you can't get somebody to pick up your packet for you, that
0: sucks. It's frustrating. <laughs> it's terrible. It's frustrating. Okay. So we've talked about the packet pickup process we've talked about the bling the shirts mm-hmm. not necessarily the bibs but let's talk about a little bit about you and your a night the night before a half marathon do you have any specific rituals or things that you do to set yourself up for success before before a half marathon
1: i try to lay everything out because I'm always afraid I'm going to forget something. So I will create a little mini ronda on the bed of here is everything.
0: Yeah. Um, like a flat me.
1: A flat me. Yep. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's good. That's good. And what do you just do it with the, the clothing that you or do you also prepare the nutrition and hydration situation?
1: I, depending on the distance, I will prepare the nutrition with it. Mm-hmm. Or at least have the hydration vest ready to go. Yeah. I may not put my sandwich in there, but everything else is ready to go. S- sandwich? I will eat a peanut butter and jam sandwich before the run. Oh. And even when I did the half marathon last year, I actually had a backup peanut butter and jam sandwich in my mailbox. <gasps>
2: hey i love it and that's especially for half marathon or higher what a great food option it is
0: that's why we easy on the
2: tummy mm -hmm. lots of protein lots of good carbs yeah
0: that's why uncrustables are so great (sighs) in training that's yes yes shout out to
1: we actually just got those here in nova scotia like last month (laughs) you have not had them up until now I have never seen them in the stores.
2: Have you tried them yet?
1: Did you try them? I did in Disney because that's actually what I would take for what I took for the dopey.
0: Oh, smart. So smart. It's just easy and it comes in that plastic so that you can... Yeah.
2: You have to worry about leaking all over your your running belt or your vest.
0: Right. As it defrosts.
2: So we talked about you laying out everything in the night before. How about the morning? Obviously, you're making peanut butter and jam sandwiches. Any other rituals for the morning?
1: No, not really. The other ritual I have is, which I know Amy will appreciate, is I need my morning coffee.
0: Yes, I do. I appreciate that. Yes. I'm right there with you. How do you take your coffee, Rondalee, while we're talking about this?
1: It can't taste like coffee. (laughs) It cannot taste like coffee. So,
2: Milk and wave a picture of coffee by it.
1: So it's either a mocha, vanilla latte, or pumpkin spice latte. Nothing wrong.
0: Excellent. And we're coming to the season for that.
2: Oh, yes.
1: Not quite yet,
0: but we're oh, almost no. there. The
2: pumpkin spice creamers are appearing in stores now. Oh,
0: are they? Oh, okay. We're easing into the season, apparently.
2: We're going to manifest some fall down here.
0: We are. We are. Okay, so jam sandwiches you do, and and you have the, the pre-race coffee. Do you do anything like specific stretching or yoga or? No.
1: no. You're just. I, I, for me, usually I like a good warm-up walk. So Mm -hmm. even during the race, I will walk for a good kilometer before I even really start any intervals.
0: Yeah. I feel like the first mile, like you say, the first mile is always a liar. Because you're always getting the kinks out or the nervousness or whatever it is.
2: Especially if you've been standing in a corral for any length of time.
0: Oh, that's a good question for the morning of, actually. Are there corrals at this race?
1: No, not really, because there's not all that many people maybe, oh, maybe a a thousand max. It's not a very big race at all. And the staggered start, I think the full and the half marathoners start at 7.30 in the morning. Mm. The 10Kers at, I think, 8 and the 5Kers at 8.15. Okay.
0: So there are waves according to the race distance that you do. but. So not so it won't get too flooded with people. No.
2: And do they do any kind of pre-race entertainment or the announcers kind of work in the crowd a little bit or music doing anything like that?
1: Yeah. So there's uh, music, there's DJs playing, there are the race announcers trying to hype up the runners. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, usually, I think last year, one of the bagpipers from the military base let us out and onto the course.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Sounds like your kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You enjoy the bagpipers when we go to Alaska. I do very yeah. much every year. Yeah. Okay. So you said it was, not, okay, it's rolling hills is what how you define the course.
1: Rolling hills for most of it, except for the one kilometer hill at the halfway mm-hmm. point.
2: Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, what else could you tell us about what uh, you could expect in terms of the view and what runners will be taking in along the course? Mm
1: -hmm. All right. So as you start, or so as I said, you start at the military base, maybe not even a half a kilometer in. It's all along the water. You're Mm. going to pass the giant fiddle down at the water at the cruise pavilion there. Again, you just along the water, you're going to pass the hotels where you might be staying at, the farmer's market, beautiful Wentworth Park is up there. Then once you get into my neck of the woods, again, you're running even closer to the water. Mm. You get a nice breeze, beautiful scenery with the orange and the yellow and the red leaves. It is my favorite time of the year.
0: It's mine too. I love fall. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love fall, and yeah. I by the water. And typically, if it's October, then it's in terms of dressing for the yeah, races. What,
2: yeah. What kind of temperatures e- might we yeah, expect?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Amy and I would be very comfortable in our skirts. Of, uh, but we're also cold runners. So yeah, uh,
0: mm-hmm. it's true.
1: <laughs> so I'm trying to think. Probably you know, it, now it can vary what the weather, but I'm going to say 10 Celsius might be roughly your average. Oh, I unfortunately don't have that. So that's converted. 50 degrees.
2: I'm doing the web conversion here as we speak, because we don't use that down here. And that's because we're just hard-headed Americans.
0: Oh, tell me how you really feel, Dana. Well, so
2: we're the only ones I think that still use this. <laughs> Well, I know. I actually know the. I know the the formula by heart to do it, but th- that's math.
0: So oh, that's math you don't want to do. 50 it's degrees. Too late. 50, fifty degrees. Fifty degrees Fahrenheit. Yes. Yeah. So that's okay. So that's good.
2: That's really good.
0: I like oh. that, and I don't even think that you would hate that, Dana.
2: Uh, I, I would not hate that at mm. all. That's that is perfect.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's very comfortable. And you don't have to worry about layers, Does it tend really? to, to
2: rain during that time of year up there? Ooh, good or, question. I October, know it can at any time, but...
1: Yeah, October is usually pretty good. September, where it's the, the end of hurricane season here, you mm-hmm. may get more of the weather.
0: Yeah, yeah. So how's the on-course hydration and nutrition and stops?
1: Pretty good every... I'd say two to three kilometers. There's usually a water stop mm-hmm. that you get to hit then onto on your way back. They're manned by fantastic volunteers with my, f- some from the high school. Mm-hmm. My favorite being at the Legion at the turnaround park being individuals from the special Olympics. Oh, they're fantastic. cheering us on. Yeah, That's
0: so great. Do you recommend taking your own, like you, you, do the peanut butter and jam sandwiches do you recommend taking your own because they're they might be at intervals that you don't plan
1: yeah yeah lots of water and gatorade i do take my own hydration vest i mostly did it because i wanted to have that race distance under my belt with the hydration vest for dopey Ah, So smart.
2: There's a good training tip for everybody out there. If you're going to use a hydration belt or Mm -hmm. vest, you should be training with it.
0: So good. So good.
1: Full of tips. She's full of tips. Mm -hmm. There you go. I believe only the full marathoners, they offer the gels to them.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Not for the half, so.
0: No. So you want to be prepared if you do take nutrition for- Yeah. Because I feel like you need it if you are a back of the pack runner, that is like us that are um, out there for m- a greater length of, of time. Length of time, don't, yeah. don't you? I yeah, I do. Okay, so we've talked about the course, we've talked about the scenery, we've talked about the hydration. Do you have any pacer pacing groups or no?
1: No, there were no pacing groups. There were the marshals on the bikes checking in with people and following the lead pack. Okay. And they would would keep checking in on us since me and the one I met on the course, walking it together to just to check in on us, just seeing if you guys are still okay.
2: Oh, that's very nice though. I'm glad that they've got that on the course. Yeah. So what's the, you've done all that. You've experienced it. You're crossing the finish line. We know there's chocolate milk. Talk about the finish line experience.
1: So this race was actually very special to me since I was three weeks post COVID and had residual breathing issues after it, but I had was determined that I was going to start the race because in my mind, a do not start is worse than a do not finish. I had no problem pulling myself from the course if the breathing got worse or whatever. Cause with, especially in this particular year, Dopey was the end goal. I was taking my time at the start of the race. I had actually met this lady. She was trying to do intervals and she was struggling. And I even caught up with her with just my walking. She didn't even know she was signed up to do the half marathon. Her friend just signed her up. <laughs> she was not trained.
2: Not much of a friend. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> There's a so, shock.
1: So we made a pack to stay together and walk for as long as we could. And since it's an out and back course, we cheered on every single person that was oh. coming back towards us. It was the highlight race for me. And then when we crossed the finish line, we actually held hands oh. and ran over the finish line together this lady who I just met at the start of the four-hour race.
2: Aw. Oh, it's fantastic, though.
0: Yeah, it's runners. We have said this, mm-hmm. that runners are some of the most supportive people, both virtually and in social media and on the course. Just wonderful. Absolutely. People. Just it's wonderful. That,
2: it's that shared trauma. Your trauma bonding <laughs> during a
0: race. Well. Yeah, and you're trying. You're uh, achieving goals, and it's. I just think there's something positive inside you that happens when you do that, Mm -hmm. and when you support others, it kind of invigorates and inspires you, too. So you talked about meeting this woman and doing the race, crossing the finish line, getting the medal, doing, doing the post race. Did you? plan on a celebratory post-race meal. and if not, if somebody is coming to that area, where should the celebratory meal be?
1: All right, so for me, my what I really wanted after that race was I was craving salt. Mm. So I really wanted McDonald's french fries. But the drive-through line was really long.
0: Oh, no mobile ordering up there?
1: It, it was. I you just could. didn't think of it. Oh. But, but my local coffee shop had had been closed on Sundays. They had decided that was their first one that they were opening on Sunday. I left the lineup and went there and ordered one of their wraps and they're like pickles. I'm like, yes, please, and lots of them. I'm very spoiled at my coffee shop. It was a mountain. A log cabin mountain of dill pickles.
0: <laughs> That's good.
2: Uh, were you still wearing your running outfit and oh, had yeah. your number on? So they knew.
0: Oh yeah, they knew. They knew. They knew. They knew. That's what great. is the name of your coffee shop?
1: The ugly mug.
2: The ugly mug. mug. We will link to them in the show notes.
1: Okay. Oh, they would love that. They are the nicest people. I would recommend anybody going there for their coffee. Mm -hmm. But my celebratory meal, I would, there's two places I would go to. There is a local diner here called Selkies, who they also used to own a food truck called The Mermaid. Beautiful food. I think their number one ingredient that they cook with is butter. Ooh.
2: Love that. Yes.
1: Love that. And...
2: Yes. So, yeah, a lot of
1: comfort food, like mac and cheese. Uh, I was going to
2: ask you, balls. like, what do they have?
1: Yeah, so very much comfort food. And the best Eggs Benedict that you guys would ever have in your life. Oh. Yeah.
0: It's traditional Eggs Benedict. No, yeah. like, the twist mm, on the it. Fancy like,
2: riff on it.
1: Mm. They will do riffs every once in a while. With like a special. The other favorite one being their lobster one. Oh Ooh. what? Yes.
0: Speaking okay. of yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The ugly mug for coffee. Selkies, Selkies. for comfort and
1: food. If, for for comfort food. And then if I'm going for my celebratory drink, mm-hmm. I new not new place, but a place that I've rediscovered called Seven by Seven.
2: Seven by seven. Tell
1: us more about Yeah, this. tell us about
2: the place and then tell us about the drink you're seeking out there.
1: Yeah. Right. So it's good. So the place it's a little it's downtown in by the race course. Nice little small little establishment. Excellent food as well. We were actually there last night for my mother-in-law's birthday. Oh. And they did a their drink special last night was a fishbowl of Empress 1908 gin and pineapple juice. And it was a lovely cocktail and massive.
0: First gin. Yeah.
1: Rondalia you're, you're, loves. You had
0: me at fishbowl. Um, also fishbowl, yeah. yes. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there was beautiful dried fruit in it. it. It was a fantastic cocktail. They do a lot of different flights, the margarita flights. Lemonade flight. Oh, for
0: non-alcoholic, if you want to do a lemonade.
1: And and even alcoholic versions as well. Oh, okay. So you could have it all. You
0: could have it all. So they have
2: some non-alcoholic options as well as good food.
0: We've talked about Cape Breton. Yes. Where are you accomplishing and exploring and indulging next? Oh,
1: I'm signed up to do Detroit. This year, because I deferred it last year because of Hurricane Fiona. Mm -hmm.
2: This is the Detroit Free Press.
1: The Detroit Free Press International, yeah.
0: That JoJo did Mm -hmm. for St. Jude. Okay.
1: Yeah, Yeah. so I was supposed to do that last year with JoJo. Okay. Uh, Deferred it because of the hurricane. Due to some personal circumstances, probably going to have to defer it again this year. Oh. Uh, So my next probably major one will be... Dopey twenty twenty five. Ooh. Wow, okay, uh, but
0: you'll do little local little, races a- little along locals, the way. Yeah. That because yeah. I find that motivates me. I don't know about you, but I find that motivates me in the training cycle.
1: I, I need something to train towards. Um, so I may even consider doing the Halifax uh, Blue Nose Marathon in that's in May. <clears throat> Ooh. So I may do that one, but mm-hmm. if you think my course is hilly, Dana, you don't want to see what that course elevation looks like. Oh, really? Oh, yeah.
0: It's so brutal! It's run the bluegrass, then it
2: sounds kind of... like it.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the big end goal will be Dopey twenty twenty five.
1: Dopey twenty twenty five. Okay. And hopefully Dopey to Dumbo. I haven't fully decided that.
2: (gasps) Oh. Very nice.
0: Oh. That's if they keep it at the same dates. It's it's a very quick turnaround. It is. Very quick. And I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, Dopey to Dumbo because Dopey would come first. Mm -hmm. The way they have the dates laid out. We wish you the best of luck with that and hope we get to see you at those races. We can't thank you enough for being such a loyal longtime listener, a patron of our show, making us international. From the very beginning. From the very beginning.
2: (laughs) Uh, Do us a favor, Ronnelly, before we let you go, let the Runcation know Runcation Nation know how they can connect with you online.
1: Yeah. You'll find me on Facebook under my name of Rhonda Lee. I'm also on Instagram as Rhonda Lee07, I think. Yeah, those are the two best places to find me.
2: All
0: right,
1: Aww.
0: Rhonda Lee, we really can't thank you enough for coming on and for. Always being in our live chats, always supporting us the way that you do. It was incredible to meet you this last year at Dopey. And
2: we got to do it again soon.
0: We got to do it again soon. You're such a valued member of the Runcation Nation. We cannot wait to accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at run, eat, drink Podcast, And on Twitter, we're runeatdrinkpod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge along with us. We'll talk to you next time.